All right, everyone. Hello. Welcome back, or welcome to the Earth to Quarry podcast. Yay. Um, today, we have a very special guest, uh, my cousin Michael. Hello. Hello, Corey. Hello, everyone out there. And this is the first episode I'm recording in my house that the bank owns, that I own. It's a very nice house. Um, thank you. I didn't pay him to say that. Um, yeah. So, hello. Um, today... We're going to talk about, I guess, small cities, uh, or small small places and big cities. And uh, I don't know, we'll probably end up devolving into Ninja Turtles, who knows. But, um, so, Michael's my older cousin. Um, how much older are you than me? I was born in 82. Okay, so you were not quite, well, 10 plus years older than me. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I guess growing up, Michael was always like the cool, cooler older cousin. Um, I used to play a Sega Genesis, um, so that's how I got into retro video games, I guess. And uh, yeah, we you know we go out. You lived on uh, I, would an acreage be the right word to use? Acreage would be, yeah, I would consider that an acreage. Yeah, in in small town Saskatchewan. So what's what's it like growing up in small town Saskatchewan? Um. Kind of boring, actually. I mean, I spent a lot of time with my friends outside of school and everything like that. But, I mean, there's not like there's a whole lot to do. I mean, yeah. you can't go to a movie theater. Um, <clears throat> couldn't go to, like, a skate park if you were into that kind of thing. Um, there's a lot of time at the lake, a lot of time outside. Which was fun at the time. Yeah. But... And I guess it was also the, like, 80s. So, you know, like... We didn't have Netflix. <laughs> True. It was, yeah. Yeah. Like late 80s, early 90s and, you know, and late 90s, I guess, because I graduated high school in 2000. Um, but yeah. So like yeah. High school in late 90s. Yeah, you're right. There wasn't any Netflix or anything like <laughs> or that. Or like, um, you know, if you're not seeing the movie in theaters, you're waiting till it's out on VHS. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or DVD. But yeah, still, you're not. Yeah. Like, eventually yeah. DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, when did you actually get a DVD player? my first dvd player when i was in victoria yeah. uh so i'm gonna say probably around maybe 2006 ish i'm feeling it was like such a big deal when we finally got one too mm-hmm. i forget why we ended up getting one but uh and i remember like i i could drive when we got a blu-ray player because i think i went down and i bought it mm-hmm. but like getting a dvd player was just like such a big uh <laughs> Big like investment. <laughs> it really was, and the first one that we got was a. It played both DVD and Blu-ray. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's just like you watch like, and it came with um, iRobot with Will Smith. Oh yeah. Uh, as part of the, you know, you buy the bundle type thing, mm-hmm. and I just remember watching that on Blu-ray, from, and I was like, holy crap, the quality yeah. on this is insane compared yeah. to a DVD. Have you ever gone back and watched like a VHS? No, but we do have VHS tapes, and we do have a VCR. We you should. never used it. You should. It's um, like such a, like going back, you just mm-hmm. see it as like this was normal. Yeah. Um, but then you like try and watch it now and you're like, I can't believe I I'm just like saw any of this. It's like playing Nintendo games on the Switch, like original Nintendo games yeah, yeah, yeah. on the Switch kind of thing. Like they're just they're so like blown so up. And pixelated yeah. and everything. It's just like, how? Um, that's actually why, um, obviously no one can see this, but I have a CRT TV. Um, just a small one, right? Like yeah. for playing retro games. With um, the little school tube TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, if I'm playing like with friends, sure, I'll put it on the big screen. But if I'm like trying to get through a game, if I'm trying to play a game for actual enjoyment, mm-hmm. like it has to be on an old TV. That's going to be tough in a few years. Yeah, I'm yeah. Don't find them. Yeah. Um, also, they're super dangerous to work on. I don't know if you know this, but like they hold a charge even if they're unplugged. I didn't know that. So if you open them up, like the tubes, you need to find a way to uh, like discharge them uh-huh. uh, without obviously doing that yourself um right. <laughs> without so doing that with your you body electrocuted yeah. yeah so um um i saw one on the side of the road actually a couple weeks ago but it was already broken and mm-hmm. it didn't seem to be a model worth that much that's fair yeah um that's beside the point though so hey, you grew up in a small town and mm-hmm. then you went to university in Saskatoon. yeah uh but the big move was victoria is that fair to say yes i moved to victoria in 2004 and where is Victoria? Victoria's on the very southern tip of Vancouver Island off the west coast of British Columbia. Sweet, yeah. 
Um, I, I know, like, for myself, I found moving to Saskatoon, my, like, friend group didn't change. Mm-hmm. So, like, nothing really changed for me. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like, moving to Victoria, I assume you're, like, kind of on your own-ish. Yeah, I was. Packed up as much stuff as I could in my car and just drove for two days. Yeah. And a ferry <laughs> ride. A ferry ride, I'm sure, was fun. But, like, it was pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so when I moved to the UK, I mm-hmm. found it really, like, stressful um, trying to buy groceries, actually, because, like, I n- didn't know where anything was in the store, mm-hmm. and I'd be, like, so just, like, tired yeah. after doing that, because, you know, like, first of all, like, in the UK, everything has a slightly different name, Yeah. Um, so you don't, like, know what product's which, um, or what product is necessarily, like, the product you used to buy in Canada, mm-hmm. uh, but then you don't know where it is, so right. you have to find it as well. Did you find, like, similar, just, like, stress like that? No, actually, because the first job I got in Victoria was working at a grocery store, so I kind of got the understanding of the layout and how everything works. <laughs> Immediately, just like, pretty much, yeah. I'm going to make this easy for myself. Yeah, well, I mean, it was yeah. I applied for a couple of jobs when I first got to Victoria, and that was the first one that I got interviewed for and got uh, hired for, so I just took the job. Oh, yeah, and you so. worked there for years, didn't you? Uh, I worked at the first one for, I think, three years? Two and a half or three years, and then, the other, and then I left that one went to a different one and that one I was there for about 10 years because I, I remember yeah. one was like uh, kind of like quote unquote like hippie um, like grocery store is that correct yes it was um, like organics and all naturals uh, that actually sounds yeah. lit mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we did have that in PA <laughs> no actually it, was, it wasn't bad it was it was a fun place to work to work, like when yeah. I first started there and then it just kind of stuff happens things change um, also I from, feel Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, friends I worked with stopped working there. Um, yeah. So then I kind of just decided to do a career change. Also, like, working retail, I feel like, um, pardon the pun, there's, like, a huge shelf life on that. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't do that for too long. Um, I did it in high school, and it's just, like, absolutely not. I will, like, do anything but work retail again. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, unless you get into, like, the more corporate stuff where you're yeah. not necessarily on the floor. You're working in the office and dealing with the, you know, higher up, higher level things. Um, but, yeah, I would agree after spending about 12 years working in retail, I would not go back. No. no I, I, I feel like I've done my time. Yeah, no no shame to retail work. Because, honestly, I feel <laughs> like everyone should work in a service industry job oh, at absolutely. some point in time. But uh, just like... The, the feeling of you losing your humanity as a, a customer, like, snaps their finger for your attention. Yeah. It's just like, I don't need to do this, you know? No, I've actually had a, had at one point a customer whistle at me from, like, down the opposite end of an aisle to try and get my attention. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, yeah. I'm literally another human being. Like, yeah. Um, she did apologize for that after, so I won't give her credit on that. Um, she just said, like, she was a little bit older and she yeah. just didn't want to scream in the grocery so I am. yelling or whistling I don't really know what the difference would have been on that but she did apologize for that okay fair so. enough fair enough but uh, yeah thank you uh, random Victoria <laughs> Victoria grocery lady uh, for the apology from 15 years ago <laughs> yeah um, okay so small to Saskatchewan Saskatoon uh, obviously it's like very prairie I feel yes um, I feel like just even when I was in university, I felt like if I walked in like the College of Agriculture building, it was mm-hmm. like going back ten years in time. <laughs> <laughs> Just like fair enough, you know. Obviously, like uh, things weren't acceptable to say ten years ago, but like we didn't know any better, mm-hmm. and people would say them. And yeah. then you're like, okay, okay, we're, we're we're like well past that. Then you'd be like in the College of Ag, and you just hear that stuff, and you're like, oh wow, like I am actually like made some sort of like social leaps and bounds um so like was moving to victoria like similar to that or was it like very similar to like the prairies or in terms of the general vibe like um victoria's population isn't really that much bigger than saskatoon's i think it's about a hundred thousand people more but the way victoria works is there's greater victoria is a municipality and then there's Oak Bay as a municipality which has its own mayor and city staff and all those things and then there's also Saanich as a municipality but they're all kind of considered part of Victoria okay it's really weird how they do it there and is there like a local government that like kind of oversees all three of them no they each have their own individual local government Um, there have been talks about amalgamating certain like Oak Bay into Victoria for instance or Saanich into Victoria and 
it goes back and forth for study and there haven't really been any concrete decisions made on i think it's going to go to referendum in the next year or so um but nothing concrete yet okay so mm. you you're not going to annex the other two towns anytime soon um, no no the other municipalities <laughs> i don't think will be annexed anytime soon yeah. Um, but I did find that the vibe, or and I do find that the vibe on the island is much more re- is really relaxed. Yeah, it's just kind of it's really chill. It's really mellow. Um, for instance, at work, it's kind of unless it's something that's super important, which does happen at every job. For the most part, it's kind of more of a well. If you don't get it done today, try and get it done tomorrow. If you don't get it done tomorrow get it done the day after kind of thing yeah um and i just found that was just totally blew my mind from coming from like saskatchewan where in saskatoon in particular where it just seemed like everything was just rush 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 and do it do it do it like get it done yesterday kind of thing is my perception of it um it was just really relaxed it was a huge change and um just the amount of different like ethnicities of people that are around oh, yeah, in yeah. Victoria. For sure. It was just like my first couple times walking downtown in Victoria, I was just like, wow, this is just amazing. Yeah. Because there's a lot of like there's a lot of Asians, there's a lot of East Indian people, there's a lot of people from other parts of the world which I'm not familiar which I can't necessarily tell Vietnamese for instance. Yeah. yeah. Um and it was just kinda it was a little little overwhelming when I first got there because it's just not something that I'm used to mm-hmm. or was used to when I left Saskatoon yeah. in 2004 because Saskatoon, based on the parts of Saskatoon where I was, it wasn't really that multicultural yeah. when I left. Even like being in university outside mm-hmm. of like, I ended up making some friends from like India. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up like making some friends from other parts of the world. But like, unless I like interact with those people, you know, I felt like everything was very, like, um, very, like, white culturally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I found. And, like, even, like, moving to London, yeah. it's just so cool. Like, the different people, people speaking different languages and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. But it's, like, so different um, when you're only used to, like, you know, you're growing up in, like, PA. And yeah. And, like, you have um, people are, are, like, indigenous uh, they're like you're Canadians or, or white or like you have like maybe one family in the school that's not like either of those boxes right okay. yeah um, did you find like food did you were you adventurous with food when you first went over there or did, was it very much like I don't want to try anything mm, I kind of just stuck with what I knew yeah um, the grocery store that I worked for when I first moved to Victoria was like an Asian kind of sitting it was geared heavily towards the Asian population, uh, like Chinese and Japanese. And so there was some fun stuff in there that I tried just for fun. Yeah. But it was like, to me, it seemed weird because I grew up on like meat and potatoes, like yeah. a lot of people from Saskatchewan do. Um, but I, I did try some different things that I wouldn't have probably, nor- I wouldn't have tried otherwise. Yeah. I found like in university... It wasn't until my, like, last couple years of university I actually realized, like, you could eat stuff besides, like, meat and potatoes and stuff like yeah. that. Um, I used to, like, just, you know, make a box of craft dinner and, like, that's supper. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, actually, um, I could actually, you know, not be a degenerate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, craft dinner's great, though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, like, but yeah, not uh, all the time. Come on, sponsor us, Katie. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, um, okay, so... We talked a little bit, I guess, about, like, the culture of Victoria, but, like, mm-hmm. what is the city like? So, you know, being in PA, like, we have no tall buildings. Um, mm-hmm. Everything's, like, you got to drive to it. Uh, strip malls. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, like, I, I guess you've probably been down to Cornerstone. Like, you know, you have a giant parking lot surrounded by big box stores. Right. Um, all the malls here are, like, dead, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, I've been a great picture of PA. But, uh like just describe how how does the city look i've been there like for your uh wedding like for a weekend but um during the winter there's a lot of rain obviously because it's rainforest and it's just the climate but in general the city is really i find it really beautiful there's a lot of gardens in various places um boulevards on the streets are usually planted there's big planters on the sidewalks um every i don't know 
three or four meters. Um, a lot of the light posts from downtown, like not the really tall ones, but the more yeah, yeah. like, I don't know, like 12 foot decorative ones have flower baskets hanging from them oh, during the spring and summer. Yeah, yeah. It's really beautiful. Um, for a city, there's a lot of green space. Um, Beacon Hill Park in particular in Victoria is massive. I don't even know how big it is. Uh, but that land was set aside in trust to the city for a specific purpose of being a park. Yeah. So there's like a priority in green space in that way? Yes. Um, and yeah, there are a lot of parks. I'd say there's more parks than in Saskatoon, for instance, and there are in... Victoria, and when I say Victoria, I'm also including like Oak Bay and yeah. Saanich is part yeah. of the whole. Um, lots of flower beds everywhere, and there's some really beautiful like private gardens. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. I remember like we went to uh, like Butterfly kind of enclosure. Or oh, Butterfly like World. Yeah. Butterfly Gardens. Yeah, yeah. it was sick. Um, mm-hmm. There's like flamingos and stuff too. Yeah. Um, all around. It's uh, essentially a massive greenhouse with lots of tropical plants and free-flying butterflies and various parrots in there and insects and things like that it's just it's amazing yeah it was sick also i didn't see any spiders so no. i feel like if i saw just like a giant like dinner plate sized spider i would have been like absolutely not but no the anything <laughs> insecty they have in separate terrariums so they're not free-ranging yeah um so you don't have to worry about a big spider dropping on your head have you played like animal that. crossing no Okay, because, like, the uh, museum has, like, an insect section. Uh-huh. Uh, ob- they don't, like, have, you know, the spiders are all, like, locked up there, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, that'd be a good, good Halloween event. Yeah. <laughs> Get a spider yeah. dropped on you. Um, yeah, so, um, I guess, uh, building-wise, is it lots of, like, single-family households? Is it lots of, uh, um, like, taller high-rises? Victoria's kind of in transition right now. There are a lot, depending on what neighborhood you go into, there are a lot of single family homes, but in downtown, because it's an island and you can't build out, they're building up. So there's a lot of new construction condos, like 16, 20 floor, 20 story uh, towers being built, especially like around where I live. There's. Two or three under construction, and there's been like four or five built in the past, I'd say six years. Yeah, so it's just like it's changed like a booming. lot. Yeah, well, because I mean, there's really, I mean, the climate's great. Yeah, and Victoria's a really great place to live, but like I said, you can't go out, so you have to go up. Yeah, like I, I feel like um, UK also like an island. Mm-hmm. Um, space is kind of at, at a premium, and then like London, same thing. Like. Uh, yeah. And they also seem to like like to keep their cities very compact, mm-hmm. um, just due to like the infrastructure. Yeah. So, um, how old is Victoria as a city? Out of curiosity, I remember like I when I was there, family. it was um, there's like just some super old buildings that mm-hmm. you like you wouldn't see in like Saskatoon or on the prairies. I think there's a fort, Fort Victoria, before the city was actually built. You don't need a specific year. Uh, like, we just eyeball I would, it. I don't know, probably 1750. Okay, so it's, yeah, it's like... It's pretty old. There's some really old architecture. Yeah, I just remember, Victoria. like, the buildings being quite nice. The, um, a lot of the architecture is really beautiful, the older stuff, yeah. Yeah, and, like, I, I think the museum was a newer build, but mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, but, like, the Parliament building was definitely, like... Yeah, Parliament Building was yeah it was older, and like the Empress Hotel, which is right on the harbor, was, is one of the older buildings as well. Yeah, yeah. I know. I just think like older buildings are nice. <laughs> Obviously, on the prairies, like we don't have much, but mm-hmm. uh, people also haven't been making buildings here for all that long. True, and I also find like I'm I personally am not a fan of modern ar- modern architecture with like the straight lines and yeah. the weird cuts and things like yeah. that. I prefer the older, more I don't want to say gothic because that's maybe not it, but more like the old timey castle-y, yeah, castle type architecture. No, I feel with like stonework and all that. I feel like modern architecture is going to age really badly. Yeah, actually, because um, I feel like it's none of it's practical. Mm-hmm. It looks nice in pictures and it looks like clean. Yeah, but it never looks lived in. Right. Yeah. In my my opinion. Well, and it just sticks out like it doesn't yeah. really like um 
settled in or set into its surroundings like uh, the older architecture yeah. does. Yeah, like it, it almost looks like it's meant to stand out. Yeah. And, you know, because it does, like it looks quite nice, or it looks like, you know, provocative maybe. Yeah. Um, and like maybe on its own, yes, but I feel like it's not going to age. Give it 10 years. Yeah, I, I, that, I would agree with that. That's um, give my it, opinion. But. Give it till we're past, you know, the time where people have like a bowl of lemons. Yeah. <laughs> when, when that age is over. Um, all right. So one of the things I've noticed in PA is like people know me as that guy who's like they saw walking, that guy they saw running, or that guy they saw cycling. Uh-huh. And uh, because like in PA, and you've probably noticed since you are like been here, like mm-hmm. if you see someone walking, it's almost like something to look at. Um, like it's almost like something to notice yeah and like even when I run like most people I see on the trail uh, the road trail I run on like I know their names Uh, I know approximately like when I'm gonna see them I know kind of what they're training for why they go out Mm -hmm. Uh, like I know them well enough to like say hi and like maybe have a quick conversation with them right Um, like and I feel that's just because so few people are out Mm -hmm. is that like similar in Victoria or I think it depends on what community you're a part of in terms of whether you're like a cyclist or you're a runner. I imagine those people are very, or at least they would have that kind of same yeah. relationship when they see people on the trails that you do with the random people that you see. Yeah. Um, I'm not part of that community, so I can't really speak to that. I would say that there's definitely a lot of pedestrian traffic downtown. Okay. Cause like, it's, it's not like, um, um, not to like shade these people, but mm-hmm. it's like we're only familiar because there's so few of us. Like I, I found right. being outside in the UK, uh-huh. um, unless you're like on a trail in the middle of nowhere, like you usually don't interact with the people because it's like you'd be interacting with everyone. Um, oh like yeah, too many people. I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, downtown definitely. Um, where my wife and I live, we're fortunate enough that our commute into work into downtown where we work is a 20 minute walk. And there are people that we see that are, we see them every day when yeah, we yeah. walk to and from work, but we don't necessarily, it's a high degree of anonymity. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just the way people are in the city. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. really know why that is. And like my wife and I are the same way, right? You know, just don't talk to strangers yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I find at least in like PA, cause like there's so few people, it's almost like worth noting uh, mm-hmm. seeing someone like outside whereas like in any sort of bigger city it's like well I why would I interact with those people like they're just like other people they're not like like there's no degree of like well there's something they're probably kind of crazy because uh, they're doing what I'm doing which mm-hmm. is considered kind of crazy in this community um I don't know I just find it so interesting though like it's actually noteworthy that people like see me outside if that makes sense oh yeah yeah I get yeah. it um yeah, I mean, it's not really noteworthy to see people in Victoria outside because, I mean, the climate, right? I mean, yeah. most of the time, during the winter, I mean, it's cloudy and rainy a lot. But we also, our spring starts in kind of like late February, mid to late February. And like spring and then into summer and then yeah. fall. And then it usually doesn't start getting rainy again until usually around Halloween-ish. Yeah. Um, so I mean it's common to see people go outside and go for walks I used to and still do I would just grab a water bottle and go for a two hour walk just around just, town just like just because yeah it's, it's a vibe yeah um, I also but it's oh, not yeah. sorry but it's not like somebody's gonna be driving and be like oh my gosh see that guy walking we gotta you know make a big deal out of it right yeah because right, there's I, a lot of people walking around downtown and there's a lot of people who are running um, doing um, their job in the morning sounds, or whatever it is sounds so nice like it's just mm-hmm. like so strange I remember like I stopped at a red light and I saw someone crossing the road I was like what are they doing and then I was like wait why why would I be like of course they're, they're literally just walking it's like the most natural thing yeah um, it's just like I feel in like Prince Albert especially and I feel like most probably um, kind of prairie cities it's just like weird to be outside uh, especially in PA and, and it's just like such a weird cultural thing um I just don't get. I find in like Saskatoon, for instance, a lot of people just drive everywhere. They're yeah. more reliant on their cars, and I think that's partly an issue with the transit system. Of Victoria and like the capital regional district, CRD, 
has a like if you're going in Victoria I don't know so much about Langford but you can get from Victoria to Langford which is like a 20 minute drive away by bus and they have like specific transit lanes as yeah. much as they can um, I just found and it really amazed me when I moved from Saskatoon to Victoria how just wonderful and great the transit system is yeah I noticed um, that in the UK as well it's like like if you want to buy bus tickets or a bus pass you can go pretty much anywhere and get those things versus having to as I had heard in Saskatoon you have to actually go down to the transit yeah. office downtown yeah Monday to Friday 9 to 5 kind of thing to be able to get one and in Victoria you don't have that problem you can go to a grocery store and get bus tickets oh. or a bus pass actually so good um that was something like in the UK you just you have either have like an oyster card um, mm-hmm. for like TFL transferred for London and you put money on it or you just like actually use your like debit card right you can scan in it's yeah. so nice yeah Victoria's going to start I think they're piloting it pretty quick if they're not already with um, switching to be able being able to use a debit card yeah. instead of having to get bus tickets for yeah. um, transit fares it's just so nice yeah um, it's also like such a like the first time I, I remember like moving to the UK and being like so worried using public transit because mm-hmm. it was like I don't know how to do this. It's just like so much to learn. Yeah. I found. And then like after a while you get used to it and it's like, okay. Uh, so one of my coworkers, her uh, parents went to the, they're in like Europe right now and they're spending a few days in the UK. And I was like, mm-hmm. honestly, like I, I can give suggestions, but like the first day they're probably just honestly going to be walking around and like be that amazed. Yeah. Just cause like such a culture shock. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, the transit system in Victoria obviously is not on the level of London, but right. it's still... It's, I'm, I'm in PA. This is all I have to go with now. That's fair, but it's still, as far as what I've experienced, it's one of the... It's a really great transit system. Yeah. I just wish, like, we actually... Our buses here are, like, school buses that mm-hmm. they uh, repurposed. Right. And, uh, like, the transit buses, a lot of them even have, like, bike, bike racks on the front. Yeah. So yeah, if sick. they're not in use and they just fold up against the front of the bus and if somebody needs them, they just pull it down yeah. and shut their bike on it and strap just... their bike in and move on with life. Oh, it's so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of bikes, so you told me uh, that you could talk for three hours about bike lanes. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I could go... I might be able to go that long. <laughs> I'm kind of a little bit ragey. That's that's totally fine. The bike lanes. Uh, that's what I want to hear. Not entirely, because uh, if if obviously if like the average person is ragey about them, mm-hmm. they're not working. Because like bike lanes are car infrastructure actually first, before they're bike and pedestrian infrastructure. Mm-hmm. The whole purpose of like bike lanes is to keep bikes and people away from like drivers. Yeah, because there's there's only going to be an issue where uh, like they intersect, right? Right. Um, if cars and, and bikes and people never intersected, you mm-hmm. would never have an issue with like a cyclist, right? Right. Um, so like, uh, you're you're very like happy um, to talk about like the wrong way, and then you were I, I noticed you're like very happy to talk about like these were actually good ones. Mm-hmm. So like, um, let's let's enjoy, let's rage a little bit. Like, what makes a bad bike lane? In my opinion, the like implementation. Um, I think that if bike lanes are going to be built, then you should be having consultation with stakeholders. I mean, even if you're committed absolutely to doing this infrastructure, which I do not disagree with the infrastructure at all, I think it's good, I think it's helpful, and I think it probably prevents a lot of accidents um, and gets more people feeling safe on their bikes and cycling. Um, but I think, yeah, just maybe lack of consultation with stakeholders, like I said before, would probably be not necessarily the best way because there were yeah. some bike lanes that were built in Victoria that, um, were just decided to be built along this corridor and that's just what happened. That's just the way it was. Um, initially as someone who does not cycle I was a little bit upset Um, there seems to be a big dichotomy in Victoria of people who support bike lanes and people who do not and I'm kind of somewhere in the middle Um, do you know like how that dichotomy formed out of curiosity I think it's just a difference between the cyclists and the people who don't cycle and the people who drive their cars 
It's like where I am, I'm fortunate enough that, like I said before, I can walk into work. It's a 15, 20 minute commute. Yeah. Most of the time, the only time that I use my car is to, if I go to the mall or something like yeah, that, yeah. or to get groceries. Like so same here. So there's a lot of times uh, where my car moves once a week. Yeah. And like, um, I feel if like you as like someone who like doesn't drive that often, and of course you can say like you're anti-bike. I don't care. Like, no, I'm not. Um, um, I'm not trying to like sit you up here. Oh no, I, no. I have I like it. three listeners. You're fine. <laughs> no one's gonna hate you, and like one of them's my mom. So <laughs> you've already won her over. Well, she she's gonna extra listen to this one because yeah, yeah. I'm I'm on it. She might listen um, to it twice, double my <laughs> listens. Right. No, no, I'm not anti-bike. Um, um I just. In my opinion, some of the bike lanes were done really well, and I wish they would have all been, like, in Victoria, yeah. and I wish they all would have been done that way. Um, I can understand limitations and things like that that um, prevented all of the bike lanes from being done the way most, a lot of them have been. Um, but in general, I support the bike lanes. I think it's a good idea. Um, the way they're constructed and the way they're built and the way they interact with traffic and their separate lights and things like that. Um, so for instance, like we were talking the other yeah. night, when a car's making a left-hand turn beside a bike lane or like in, you know, going the same direction as a yeah. bike lane. So we'll say beside a bike lane, um, the bikes have a red bike lane has a red light. So there shouldn't be any interaction with that. Um, and same with the pedestrians, because the pedestrians and the bike cyclists are on the same light and the yeah. same timer in terms yeah. of the walkie person and the yeah. stoppy hand, uh, which I actually really appreciate because I like having that designated five to ten seconds where I can make a left turn and I don't have to worry about a pedestrian or I don't have to worry about a cyclist or causing an accident or hurting somebody or anything like that. I, I really appreciate, excuse me, I really appreciate that. Um, there were some bike lanes that were put in where they kind of like restricted vehicle access, which the first couple times I went down there and like those areas I don't go to that often. So yeah. I just kind of forget about it. I'm like, oh man, gotta go up an extra block and then go around the block yeah. and this, that, and the other thing. Um, but for the people that are, you know, in those areas a lot, I don't imagine it's a big inconvenience. Um... Yeah, so gen in general, I, I think it's a good idea. And like as a car driver, if there's a cyclist that's not on a that's not on a bike path or sorry, a bike trail and um bike lane, there's the word. And I'm kinda like interacting with them as a driver. I'm trying to be extra cautious to make sure that they're not going to make a random turn or something like that. And it actually kind of makes me a bit nervous. Yeah. Just because like in a fight between a car and a cyclist, a cyclist is not going to win I know, that's fight. like physics. And like, yeah, I'm the same way. Like if I'm driving and I see a cyclist, I'm like legitimately nervous. Even though like, you know, nine times out of ten I'm the cyclist. But like uh -huh. that one time, like if they do something wrong... Um, quote unquote wrong like if they do something unpredictable right like, or, i think yeah unpredictable yeah. is a better way to put it and like i don't know i think that's one of the good things about like bike lanes is that they you know remove that it doesn't really absolutely matter. it's not it's um, not part of the equation anymore and like cyclists are probably just as bad at like you know blowing stop signs or any red lights as like the average driver right um like i'm not trying to say it, they're like pure because uh, I, I farmer stop all the time on my bike. Mm -hmm. um, you do the rolling stop and then you look and then you keep going. I mean, it's just easier because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm building that energy with my legs. Right. Um, you know, keep it separate. Um, a previous episode on this podcast was actually like talking about how the Netherlands do it, mm -hmm. uh, how they have like separate infrastructure for right. each. And uh, it's cool, like, to talk about Victoria where obviously, like, I don't think they'll ever get separate infrastructure. There's no room. Right. Um, as you said, it's an yeah. island. So, like, what's the like kind of the good ways and the bad ways to do it um mm -hmm. uh, just because i i don't know i've got really into like building uh cities for like people um as much as like building them for cars i feel mm -hmm. you know pa like they they built it like a uh, ford uh ford motor company like votes is the only person who votes right um not yeah. like the average person uh which is fair enough mm -hmm. but uh it's it's interesting to see like um okay like this one worked well this one didn't right because you know obviously um i think you know making kind of like 15 minute cities in uh 
in the Western world is like gonna look different than Europe. Right. Absolutely. Um, and like Victoria could obviously be a pretty good like test bed for like this actually works for the average like uh, North American person, whereas this like mm-hmm. doesn't. Um, I don't know. As I'm ranting about you, do um, I should probably explain what 15 minute cities are. So those are cities that you can do. Um, so you can like hopefully go to work, um, get your groceries, go to like the gym, go to some restaurants. You know, your kids can go to school all within a 15 minute walk or bike from where you are. Okay. Um, I think Victoria, parts of Victoria do a decent job of that, yeah. minus the schools. Yeah. And I guess like you could use public transit as well to add in that 15 minute radius. Okay. Um, some parts, like if you live relatively close to downtown, I could see that. But there's also a lot of people that work in downtown or in Victoria that don't live in Victoria. They live a bit further out, yeah. like half an hour or an Is hour it like um, cheaper and just like more space or? Um, cheaper housing market. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, so I guess they would have bought homes in those communities and then they commute in. Yeah. Um. Is there anything like uh? Because we, I guess they call them like bedroom communities in uh, North America, mm-hmm. or or like in the UK they call them like commuter communities. Right. In which people like buy outside of the city. So like I lived in Chesham, which was a commuter com- community. Right. And most people like their dads would uh take the train into London right. and work and then come home. Is that uh, is there similar thing set up kind of in Victoria? Kind of, yes. Um, there's Langford and there's Colwood and there's Souk, which is further out. It's about an hour to 40, 45 minutes to an hour out outside of Victoria. Um, but a lot of people don't, they take their cars in. Yeah. If, or based on what I know, um, it's not applicable to me because my yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome 20 minute commute um they still take their cars in yeah they don't really cycle in and they don't really take yeah. transit and and if you're living like an hour drive away like uh-huh. that's kind of unreasonable right um, well that, that would be trains you'd want trains for that yeah so kind of rapid transit because yeah. yeah like a hour-long car ride is going to take you an hour and a half to two hours on bus right yeah yeah because yeah. like buses just uh by nature of their stop and start motion like mm-hmm. they're also they're not meant for long commutes like that no they're not um do you have like a, a train line at all in Victoria? There used to be a train that would go from Victoria or Squamal, like up island. Yeah. But there's no commuter train or anything like that from okay. like what's called the Western communities, yeah. which is yeah. like Langford, etc. Um, there has been talk every once in a while somebody throws the idea of kind of having like a commuter ferry. Oh yeah. From somewhere in the Western communities into downtown. That'd be but, sick. That'd be yeah. Fun. Well, <laughs> I mean, it would take honestly, it would take a lot of cars off the road. Yeah, I think, and like, honestly, like the le- least cars on the road, the better it is for everyone driving. Like that's that's the goal mm-hmm. is to like make it so people don't have to get in each other's way. Right. Um, funny thing about Amsterdam actually is uh, so they have uh quite a large I guess uh, harbor there. Yeah. Uh, that'd be the word. Um, so instead of building bridges over it, because mm-hmm. the city's just kind of growing around this harbor, and the harbor came deep into the city, so people could unload their goods and like sell them. Right. Yeah. Um, instead of building bridges, which would obviously like, um, you know, get in the way of any ships coming in, mm-hmm. they decided they just run ferries, sort of like buses, and these are just like free ferries. If it's there, you get on it. Um, mm-hmm. You have to like walk your bike on it or whatever, or you step on it, and then right. it just goes across, and then it's just like sweet, you know. Yeah. Is that actually like such a cool thing? Um, I assume like the ferry distance would be a lot longer uh, than, you know, none of them are longer than like five, seven minutes. But uh, yeah, it's a fun idea. You know, get on a boat. <laughs> well, why not? I mean, it just makes sense again. I mean, yeah. it's getting people away from their cars. I don't know that in Victoria that the infrastructure will ever be available to go like totally car free yeah and I mean even in North America right I mean now we're so dependent on our cars yeah like even it, if we only use them once or twice a week we still oh, yeah. kind of you know, even finger quote need them. yeah even, even like myself um, like I would never sell my car because mm-hmm. like I feel North American people um, like myself I think of like the 1% use case and I need to be ready for that 1% use case right because um, if you have an emergency and you need to drive someone to a hospital, you're not going to put them on your bike and yeah, exactly. Bike to the hospital. It's, it's unfeasible, right? Um, or like you know, even you know, getting an ambulance. Like there's lots of times where people need to go to the hospital, but the ambulance isn't necessary, and it, it costs a lot of money, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
Whereas I feel people in uh, like Europe, they don't plan for that like one percent uh, case. Mm-hmm. Even like uh, I, I always hear like, oh, I can't buy an electric car because I, I drive too far. Yeah. Um, and I've never thought about the range of my own car because it's not an issue, right? You get gas in like ten minutes, uh, yeah. five minutes really. Um, whereas an electric car doesn't charge that fast. But I, I only drive above the range of like an average electric car once or twice a year. Right. So like, why why do I let that like stop me? Mm-hmm. Um, not that I want to buy an electric car because uh, that's money I don't have. I just bought a house. <laughs> But, yeah, and in general, I just don't think like the for like no. any like longer driving infrastructure is just not there. No, um, I just wish we had like trains. You you don't understand travel until you're like playing Mario Party on your Switch, like while drinking a bottle of wine on a train. I believe you. You know, never done that. Th- there is no better like feeling like a king mm-hmm. <laughs> than like paying paying for your ticket. You know, stepping on. You know, and then just like going off to the like goblin mode like you know like it's your own house kick your shoes off like you know have one too many fosters and enjoy you know yeah yeah totally um all right i feel like there's something else i wanted to bring up in this episode um what is it about living in victoria i don't know how's how's the okay i guess we talked about um earlier like you know it took you a while to like get into the food what are, what are some of the good restaurants? Like, what are what are the options? Um, do oh, I, do I own, food? Yeah, oh do I gosh. just have to go to Montana's there? No. <laughs> Does Montana's exist there? Yes. <laughs> Probably? Yes. Um, honestly, Victoria's a great place if you love food. Um, there's tons of wonderful breakfast places. There's a lot of ethnic food. Um, my wife and I's favorite ethnic food is Indian food. Yeah, actually, um, slabs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Indian food's yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. Love it. Uh, you can get Vietnamese. You can get Chinese. There's. Um, I'm not really into the vegan scene, yeah, but yeah. I know there there are at least two restaurants downtown that do cater to that exclusively. Oh yeah, when I was in Victoria, mm-hmm. um, I could have exclusively eaten at like I was only there for a weekend. I could have went to a vegan restaurant like for every meal like a zipper one i feel pretty much yeah um, or like one that's like heavy heavily catering to like right and there's a lot of restaurants in victoria that all have a very like a varied menu like there will yeah. be you know your i'm gonna say normal yeah, yeah not vegetarian or vegan food normal was in finger quotations by the way um and then there's vegetarian options and then there's vegan options as well yeah. the vegan options might be a little lean like maybe only two or three on the menu but there's usually something that's there. better than beer um being your only option um how did you find maybe like the first time going to a chinese restaurant and realizing it wasn't like the stereotypical like small town chinese restaurant where you have like the very much like just deep fryer food um oh. Was that like a, a shock to you? Actually, yes. One of my very first experiences was eating an oyster out of the shell. Like it was like a steam, yeah, yeah. steamed oyster, yeah. and steamed mussels and stuff like and that. And like right? you just don't get that on the prairie, right? Like yeah, you wouldn't no. want to eat it on the prairie, to be honest. Fair. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was really... I found it weird, but like in a good way, you know? Yeah. Just And there, like the options, there's just so many more. Yeah, options because I mean, like in South, in the prairies, for instance, you get you know, like your like you said your deep yeah. fried stuff and your chow mein and your chop suey, yeah. and that's about it. I remember. But in Victoria, you can get like there's two pages. Yeah. Of options, and there's a lot of Japanese places as well. So if you like sushi, great. And actually, the Japanese places are pretty good for vegan. Yeah, stuff it's too. pretty easy to make like vegan sushi. Yeah, I remember. And even without vegan sushi, you can get like a bento box or something yeah. like that, right? I remember like when Saskatoon, there finally it was like a dim sum place open, uh-huh. and I finally learned about that. I was yeah. like, oh, I, I, you know, I've been to Chinese restaurants all the time in like PA. I'd never heard of dim sum, mm-hmm. and then like all my friends from like bigger cities are like, oh, it's like this thing. It's just like a regular thing, and I was like, what? Yeah, it's uh, like a dumpling, right? Uh, so like, Kinda, it's yeah. essentially. Um, it's like a, a breakfast usually, but it's multi-course, mm-hmm. so they come around with like different plates. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you like, I want this, this, and this. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you get it, and then they like mark it on your sheet. Yeah. And they just keep on eating, and they just keep coming around with food. Yeah, with various things. Yeah, 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 totally. And then when you're done, when you're full, you pay the bill. Yeah, yeah. Thing, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, totally. Have you ever done hot pot? 
I am not done hot pot because my wife's a vegetarian and uh, a lot yeah, of the yeah. hot pot stuff yeah. is more geared towards meat. Yeah, I I've never done it as like a, a vegan, so mm-hmm. I don't know how it'd go. But like, that was another fun experience. Would highly recommend if you you ever have like a night alone mm-hmm. uh, to go do that because it's just weird. Like you order your broth, like uh, usually it's like not spicy, kind of spicy, spicy. Yeah, and then you just again you mark on your sheet like you want these vegetables, like these cuts of meat, um, and then you like obviously you cook them in the boiling pot. It's kind of like fondue. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Kind of like fondue, but a full meal. Yeah, um, and I feel when I did it, like they only had chopsticks. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I went with um, a friend who was like Chinese. Yeah. Um, and it was a very like Chinese place. Like I feel like I was the only like uh, non-Chinese person in the building. Right. So I feel like that if I would have asked for a fork, they probably would have had one. Uh-huh. But they just kind of like wanted to watch. I feel. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, the place is also pretty empty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is high pressure. <laughs> yeah. Don't uh, don't get any fond doubts. Yeah, um, totally. You'd have to fish out your your I yeah. don't know your whatever it is out of the oil with your chopsticks. Yeah. Yeah. Bring yourself. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. I don't know if there's anything else I want to bring up. Um, what Ninja Turtle would you be? If you could be a Ninja Turtle? Michelangelo. Michelangelo? Yeah. yeah. Fair choice. In um, reality, I'm probably more like Raphael, but... <laughs> seething rage? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, all, we all strive to be Michelangelo on this day. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good show. We, last night, we were playing Shredder's Revenge on the Switch. It was a lot of fun. Um, honestly, highly recommend that game. But uh, I don't know. Um, I think we've, we've kind of gone through all of our scripts. Um, not that we like needed to make a script. Why don't? Is there anything you want to talk about on this podcast before we, we close it? Uh, no, I was just happy to answer your questions and just talk about Victoria and cycling, even though I'm not a cyclist. But I mean, I hope I added something from my perspective Actually, as a car driver person. The best people ask about cycling perspectives are not cyclists, because like, um, obviously, like when I when I'm a driver, I'm a driver. Uh-huh. Uh, but when I'm on the bike, I think about things on the bike. But if like if you don't regularly ride a bike, you don't think of the th- things as the way I do. Right. So like, if I'm trying to keep myself from not getting squished, yeah, um, you're the best person to talk to. You know? Fair enough. Or, or, like, if I'm trying to promote um, making, like, maybe bike lanes in PA, for example, mm-hmm. uh, like, you're, you'd be the person to go to because you're the one who can be like, this actually works, this doesn't. Uh, yeah. Whereas I'm like, sweet, I finally got one thing. Do you know we actually have a bike lane in PA? You told me, yes. Yeah. Um, so to get onto it, like, you either have to take a kind of sketchy left turn or like sketchy right turn. Um, there's no, like infrastructure to get to it if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah. um bike real bike infrastructure to get to it and then on the other side of it um first of all it's just a painted line it's just like mm-hmm. a bicycle gutter uh type lane and then you get to the end of it and there's nothing there oh yeah so there's no like what do i do now you just like become a car again <laughs> yeah um so it's super useful even our like rotary trail our like fancy walking trail in the city mm-hmm. there's so many times where you just get into get to an intersection and it's like, well, you know, I now have to wait. Um, and these, interse- uh, these in- intersections are just, like, not comfortable to walk uh, walk through. Right. So that's the one by, like, the McDonald's mm-hmm. uh, and Canadian Tire. Yeah. You, you have to cross that. You know, that's, um, like, you have to cross the turning lane, which people aren't watching for you, like, fair enough, because no one walks there. Right. Um, you have to cross the four lanes of traffic, mm-hmm. um, which the light is on a timer that does not favor the pedestrian. Yeah. Uh, whatsoever and then you walk a little bit more and then you're stuck at another inf- uh, intersection crossing a 60 kilometer road street mm-hmm. um, which you have to cross like diagonally or you have to cross like twice so you right. have to wait for two lights and it's like oh you have to go yeah, like yeah. corner corner yeah right, and it's yeah. like oh great this is our like walking trail that's you know the the claim like oh we finally did something for you outdoorsy folk mm-hmm. <laughs> you walking folk and it just like doesn't work <laughs> Uh, in those those cases but I don't know um, hopefully I come to Victoria at some point and get to experience it yeah yes it'd be nice uh, be there for longer than a weekend um, yeah and actually be able to do some more stuff because you know when you're getting married you have a lot of stuff going on yeah that was a fun wedding mm-hmm. but uh, I, people need to stop getting married because I'm getting too old to like uh, you know drink that much <laughs> 
You do realize you don't have to drink at a wedding. Um, I don't know what you said. I just edit that out with a bleep. <laughs> that was in English. All right. Um, let's let's land this plane. Okay. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, go to Victoria. Try the restaurants. Do the bike lane thing. Or don't. And tell me if they're good or bad. Um, maybe... Walk around downtown. Enjoy the yeah. sights. It's beautiful downtown that's i was lucky i got to do that for a couple hours and like that was the best i like got off the plane you know got driven downtown and i think my dad was doing something so we could do something as a family so i just like walked around Mm -hmm. bought some retro video games you know saw some buildings i found it like weirdly cold though probably from the ocean i was it wasn't used to like the ocean air yes there's a lot of humidity in the air so like even for me like let's say 10 degrees celsius here in saskatchewan feels colder in victoria yeah yeah and because that was of the humidity that was the same in the uk um you like can't you, layer against it yeah you're just like damp all the time yeah um i do you have um like similar heating to like with uh air i guess air circulating heating like uh, we have here oh i have like a furnace or do you have like um, radiators heating uh, like the in, water radiators. I think in, in the older buildings, there's a lot of heritage buildings in Victoria. I think it's probably the radiators. Yeah. Because you can't really tinker with the heritage buildings yeah. f- a lot and fair enough. Um, but you know what? I don't think there's a lot of people in Victoria, especially in the older builds, that have air conditioning at all. Okay, and they yeah. probably don't have furnaces either. Yeah. That's what I found Like also in the UK. So you get inside mm-hmm. and you have like the radiator, uh, which just has like obviously warm water going through it. Mm-hmm. And you like, that's your heater. Yeah. Um, so you're just like cold, and then you're probably throwing your clothes on that to dry them because yeah. no one has a dryer, no one has a tumble dryer. Um, so then you don't get your room heated. Yeah. And then you're just cold all the time. <laughs> yeah. Great, great country, but invest in tumble dryers. If you can. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's end this podcast here. Don't do anything I wouldn't do or haven't done. I want to see you all here next month. Bye. Take care, everyone. <laughs>